Sunday Light Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Oh, happy day. When Jesus was, when Jesus was, when Jesus was, you walked my sins away. Oh, Watch and pray. 
next segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Kwei and presented by Julian Amo. The deep sting of an enemy always comes from within your garment. They come vaporously as king's folks to hail you, but for a brief moment. Then they turn around to become your vehement hurt and torment. A man who fought for your independence has become such apparent, so much so that you refuse to grant him a little sense of recompense. Won't we appreciate the little bit and show gratitude for his competence? Africa, rise. Rise up and show to the world the praise we sing to the hero. For without him, our continent would have still stood at point zero. But now Africa has come of age to stand with others toe to toe. Will all these struggles of the past just become something futile? It's time for us to stand up, to become strong, going for the full mile. That will help us create a future for our children to have a reason to smile. Written by Ebenezer Quay. Dear listener, we're here once again with the daily devotional series, and today's lesson is captioned, I am with you all way. And we could see Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, that I am with you all way, even unto the end of the world. And today's lesson, I believe it is really going to be interesting that Jesus Christ himself is going to be with us all way, even to the end of the world. Are we really prepared to be with him also? I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here has always been our pastor, William Oponyankwa. We are looking at, or we've been looking at Jesus' teachings and the great controversy. That's the assurance from Jesus. And, and looking at this uh, assurance is one of the last words of Jesus to us. It's a great hope, Jesus Christ gave to us, of his presence, of he being with us always. It's a great thing for Jesus Christ to be with us. It's interesting in this sense, word, amidst this great controversy, Jesus assures us of his presence, of his leading, ever ready to guide and direct us. So he tells us that he who won the victory is telling us he's with us always. It's interesting. And even if you look at the book of Matthew, it commends, looking, after looking at the genealogy or the lineage, Matthew talked of that the angel came in, revealed himself to Mary, and said that you will give birth to Jesus, who will be called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. So even with the start of the Gospels, talking about that of Matthew, there is this assurance that Jesus Christ coming to our world, he will be with us. So it's not even in the New Testament. It's something which permeates through Scripture. 
you go through the Old Testament, we hear of Jesus' guidance or God's guidance as leading. He telling us one way or the other that he is with us. You even look into the Old Testament. There are many instances. God promised Isaac that he, he, he will be with him or he, 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 he was with him or he is with him. He promised that to Isaac. That also to Jacob. He promised Jacob that I am with you. I will be with you always. It was a promise he gave to Jacob also. He gave the same promise to Jeremiah that I am with you. I am with you. So do not be afraid. And the same promise we, hear, we see in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 that the God tells us, Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not, be, do not be dismayed, for I am your God. The same thing we see it in Isaiah 41 10, Isaiah 43 verse 3. So we see this in permeating true scripture of the presence of the leading of our God, telling us however ready God wants to save us amidst the struggle, the struggle between good and evil. God is assuring us of his presence, of his leading, of his guidance. And it's the same thing Jesus gave us that he is with us. So we see similar usage or similar words being used here. Jesus used different words denoting the same thing of his presence with us. You read Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. We see that the same word is repeated. I will never leave you nor forsake you. In essence, he's saying I am with you. So we see it with the different usages of God telling us he is with us. We see the same thing again of telling us in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 that Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forevermore. So it means our God is ever with us. So as I said, it's permeated or it permeates true scripture uh, that our God is with us. So we are not to be afraid. Amidst this great controversy, Jesus promised us or God promised us of his presence that he is with us. And in the Old Testament again, we saw occasions when uh, uh, Moses was leaving the scene after he had died and the baton was was handed to Joshua. God promised Joshua of his presence that do not fear or do not be discouraged. I am with you. The same promise he gave to Joshua after the death of Moses. And also David, after he, he also handed the baton of kingship to his son Solomon, he assured him of the presence of God, that God is ever ready or God is with him to help him or to guide him. So amidst these things, you could see these messages of assurance of God's promise, looking at the context in which it was given. It was in, given in a context whereby God's people find themselves in difficulties. They are struggling. God comes in with the assurance, I am with you. Even amidst your difficulties, your trials, your temptation, thinking that all hope is lost, I am there. I'm close to you. That's the assurance. And it's mostly given in this context. I don't know what you are going through. Maybe you are going through some difficulties. The same words God retreats to you is telling you, I am with you. So ye are getting to the end of, of the word. We are living at the closing stages of this word. It's so significant that we note the same presence God assured his people. Jesus is still telling us, I'm with you. I will not forsake you or I will not leave you. Even with giving his children the great, uh, the great commission. And presenting the gospel to the world, he assured them of his presence. And in the same context, he's telling us, go with the word of God. Tell people about me. I am with you. I will never neglect you. And that's the assurance from our maker. Indeed, that is the assurance from our maker. But the question that lies is that, are we really hopeful that sometimes, even when we know that Jesus Christ is his will, as always, we try to forget him. And then when the time is due, that is when we rather run to him, quoting what is said in the Bible. But then, do we really do what he really wants us to do? 
That is the question on board. Yeah, it's very interesting. As humans, there is this tendency of we feeling that we are alone. When we go through temptations, difficulties, there is this, this tendency of we thinking that way. And that's what we normally do. We normally think God has neglected us. And we, that's why we find the same phrases. Why me? Why me, God? Why am I going through this, this same thing? God, you've neglected me. You've left me. There is this tendency. But the, the most important thing is that amidst these difficulties, God is telling us, I am with you. And if we go through trials, we, we tend to, to we, we all go through these stages of asking, God, why? But we tend to lose focus if we are not in tune with God. We will tend to drift thinking that there is no God. But amidst these difficulties, those who are still in tune with God, they find assurance. I am with you always is what we're looking at today. And I believe that despite the situations that we are facing, with today's lesson, we have really believed and heard that Jesus Christ is always with us. We shouldn't panic. We shouldn't have fear in us that he has left us and the enemy is trying to do whatever he wants with us. But there is an assurance that Jesus Christ is with us and he is always going to be with us till the end of time. May the good Lord continue to bless us all. Amen. Amen. Yes, so... We should trust in God, believe in Him. This words are still there for us. I am with you always, till the end of the world. He has never neglected you. He is with you. Believe in God and all will be well. God has been so grateful to us for taking us through the lesson. I believe we are indeed blessed. May the good Lord continue to bless us all now and forevermore. Amen. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Touch my life.
of truth watching for you are welcome to the moment of truth i am your humble servant benjamin ochre today's sermon is entitled many are called but few are chosen many are called but few are chosen when you read the book of first peter chapter 2 verse 9 to 13 and it reads but ye are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Verse 10. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you, as aliens and strangers in the world, to abstain from sinful desires, which, which war against your soul. Live life such goose lives according to the pagans that, though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Amen. 
What is Peter saying here? Once upon a time, we were not Christians. We were of the world. We belonged to the world because of our character. We were into all kinds of sins, miserable life. But now as Christians, God has called us. And he is saying that he has called us into a priesthood family. He has called us into a holy nation family. To be a holy nation. A holy people that belongs only to him. God, in his infinite mercy, has bestowed this to us. It is grace. It is his mercy that has granted us this benefit. We have so many Christians. Yes, it's true. We have so many Christians these days in this world. But it might interest you to know that the number of Christians that we have, few of them are the children of God. Why am I saying that? And what do we use to determine the one who is the children of God? We can't, we are not saying that if you are a Christian, you are condemned. No. Some Christians are not the children of God. They are churchgoers. So the question is, are you among the few that has been chosen or you are among the Lord? Which of the two, these two groups do you belong? When you read Matthew chapter 22, Matthew chapter 22, verse 14, the parable over there, at the end of the parable, Jesus said, many are called, but few are chosen. But over here, we see that God has given the opportunity to everyone who comes to him. So whilst I have come to him, I am a son of God. And you are also a son or a daughter of God. There is no doubt about that. Life in this world these days is lived according to us, the individual wishes. We have church members who are going out with other church members' wives. We have church elders who are misusing the young ladies in the church. We have church leaders who are doing all kinds of things. Church members are also doing all sorts of things in contrary to the calling that God has called them. Are you among the few, the very few that God has chosen? Which of these two groups do you belong? Second Peter chapter 3, verse 12. Satan, Satan's plan is that he is not going to allow any member of Christ anyone who wants to live a godly life to go free. He is bombarding us with all kinds of problems. And some Christians not being able to stand in their trials also go to some other fake pastors, other quack, 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 quack called pastors for assistance. Do you know that you are of yourself? And whatever you communicate to your God, he is able and he is willing to answer. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13 to 16, some Christians remain faithful. Some followers of Christ of God remain faithful. And to them, God has prepared a place for them. 
He has built a mansion for them. As Jesus promised in John chapter 14 verse 1 to 3. God has prepared a mansion for them. Because they were not afraid to be called the son of God. They lived their life in glory of in glorification of their maker. They did not choose the pleasures of this earth. They make sure they live according to what the Bible says. What are we doing now as Christians? Oh yes, indeed, we have been called by God. We belong to the family. But how are you living your life? And you who doesn't go to church at all, how are you also living your life? Let us walk according to the status in which the Lord has prescribed for us. Let us walk according to what the Lord is demanding of us. Let us walk according to what the Lord, the holiness of the Lord is. So that in the end, we can be called the sons of God and will be saved. May the Lord richly bless you as you ponder over this words in Jesus' mighty name. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017. Or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>